like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. Heather, we've got guests in the Zoom studio. Who's with us and what are we talking about? Well, I'm glad you you noticed. Um, I am so excited because, Jeff, we've been doing this podcast for five years, something like that, a couple hundred or a hundred some titles. And now I'm going to be venturing in to create a brand new podcast with some fellow author friends, children's book authors. And so I have two of the three of them here with us in the studio. And we have Patrick Flores Scott and Jack Cheng. So welcome. Thank you so much, Heather and Jeff, for having us. We're happy to be here. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Thanks for having us. So Heather, tell us uh, what's the new show going to, what's the format going to be? Tell, I mean, let's hear about everything that's going to be going on. Yeah. Well, I've had so much fun doing this podcast, um, even though you did have to talk me into it, which I'm very glad about. But my editor told me, or as my agent said, Heather, you have got to stop jumping all over the place. You know, you wrote books for adults and then you wrote about parenting, write about land conservation, wrote about um, a ghost story for middle grade kids. Can't you just stick with one thing? Um, And unfortunately, my brain doesn't do that. I'm sort of wide ranging. So now my brain is wanting to range into children's books and just really, really um, uh, analyze them, love them, um, include, bring people in who also love children's books. And so I thought, what a wonderful thing during this crazy year of 2020 to start something brand new. And what I um, came up with was a children's book podcast focused on writing, reading, and everything about children's books. And then I reached out to a few authors I admired. Um, I'd met them briefly at conferences, read their books. And to my surprise, everybody said, yay, that sounds wonderful. So now we have a team of four of us. And um, Patrick, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit and tell people about um, your books and what you're hoping that this podcast will be? Because we have such interesting voices. And they're all Michigan authors, for those of you from Michigan. Go ahead, Patrick. Yeah, my name is Patrick Flores Scott. I'm originally from the Northwest, from the Seattle area, and moved here a few years ago with my wife, who got a job at the University of Michigan. So we're happy to come here and uh, start a life in Ann Arbor, which has been beautiful. Um, and I uh, have written, I had a theater background and went into teaching and uh, was teaching struggling readers and thought um, about writing a book that 
would be kind of an engrossing but easy read for uh, the middle school kids that I was working with. So I went into writing this book kind of about them and, and their world. And um, it's a book with uh, poetry and prose and it's called Jumped In and it's about two boys who are kind of stuck together in a poetry project. They're two kids that do everything possible in their lives at school to disappear and to not be noticed and to hide from teachers. And one teacher kind of forces them together and forces them to, uh, for a moment, uh, confront their best selves and see and and we see what happens there and that that book is called jumped in it came out in 2013 um it was a washington state book award winner and um whatever the allen award is i was a finalist with that book so i got to hang out with um uh Rainbow Rowell and people on a panel that I didn't belong next to. And it was very weird. And, um, but, but that was just an amazing experience. Um, it's amazing with these books, how nobody notices you. And then all of a sudden for this one award, you're like, I guess this book is good. And the rest of the time you don't make any lists at all. And then it's like, wow, I'm top five in the nation. Um, so that's one thing I learned about this process is to not have expectations. You're not going to be on a lot of the end of the year lists. You're not going to be known by a lot of people, but then somebody is going to notice you and appreciate you for what you've done. Um, My next book was called American road trip. And um, the idea came out of the moment um, when my agent started selling jumped in and he told me I had to come up with another idea and I didn't have another idea. And I was like, oh, I'm going to write a book about this very moment in time. It was um, 2009 and we were in the midst of a massive economic crisis and people losing their jobs and having homes foreclosed on. And at the same time, um, the groups of people coming back from Afghanistan and Iraq, we were finding that some of them were having a difficult time reintegrating themselves into their families and into their uh, communities. And I just looked at my students I was teaching at the time and thought, wow, what if one kid had all of this happening at the same time, which as it turns out in the moment, it felt like a little bit of a stretch, but as it turns out, that's a pretty normal story for a lot of people at that time. Um, So I just put this all on one kid and one family and um, kind of explored what could possibly happen um, to tear a family apart and how they could possibly bring their lives back together again. And it includes a road trip. And um, so that's American Road Trip. And it came out a couple of years ago. And there's now a, uh, a web tune, a web uh, serial comic uh, strip um, on the Webtoon app. Um, that people can check out as well. Um, so those are the books. In terms of the podcast, I'm really seeing this podcast as an excuse to learn and to pick the brains of my fellow podcasters, Heather and Jack and Kelly, and and to bring on guests of all kinds and and to tell them, to ask them, Um, what they appreciate for children's books, what children's books move them, what um, maybe what is needed out of new children's books uh, for kids who are coming up um, in this day and age, as uh, I'm not getting any younger myself and I'm less connected to the kids who I'm supposedly writing for. um, I'd like to uh, use this podcast in that way too, as a way to learn about 
um, kids now and child development and, and what's going on in the book industry. And also, like I said, to just learn from, um, from ab about the processes that, that Heather and Kelly and Jack go through in their writing and their thinking about kids' books. Because um, I think we all have a lot in common, but I also think we're four very different personalities. And, and, um, and I wanna pick, I want to pick their brains. I want to pick your guys' brains and and see what I can see what I can learn. And I think that process of of our curiosity about each other and about the worlds of kids' books. I hope that'll make an interesting conversation to people for people to listen to, and I think it will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Patrick, one of the things I love about your books is that they have the emotional complexity. You know, your characters have a lot that they're coping with, but at the same time, they're eminently readable. So as you said, I didn't know when I read them myself that your target audience was maybe kids who were struggling readers, but there's a lot of short sentences and a lot of um, uh, sort of easy to get into the story, but the ideas are not small. So you're not talking down to the readers, but yet you're making it really accessible um, and a most poetic in some of some of what you write. So I love both his books. Um, they are for teenagers. They're what we call young adult books. So for people who are more in the preschool world, well, those kids grow up or maybe you have a, a teenager or two hanging around at home. Um, but Patrick writes for the older kids, um, which I find is fantastic for adults too. And Jack, do you want to introduce yourself? I'm really excited to have both of you and our third person, Kelly Baptist, on the podcast. And we're going to take turns a little bit. We're going to have a core of authors, but sometimes there just be two of us on the podcast so you don't get overwhelmed with too many voices at once. But it's really nice to have such a range of authors and so many different sets of voices. Uh, Jack, go ahead and tell us about yourself. Yes. So my name is Jack Chang. Uh, I am the author of a novel called See You in the Cosmos, um, which came out in 2017. And uh, it's also uh, like Heather's book, like the Griffins of Castle Carry. It's also for a middle grade audience, which is sort of, I would think of as like upper elementary and middle school. Um, and uh, my book's about this 11 year old boy um, who is a mixed race uh, Asian American. And he's, uh, his hero is the astronomer Carl Sagan. And he has a dog named Carl Sagan. Uh, and he's uh, trying to launch his iPod into space. Um, he also has, um, uh, his, his father passed away when he was really young. And uh, he has a, a much older brother who lives um, in California. The story is set in the beginning in Colorado. Um, and then uh, there's something strange going on with his mother that you sort of learn about as the story unfolds. Um, and uh, like Heather and Patrick, uh, I am also based here in Michigan. I spent most of my life uh, in Metro Detroit, and I currently live in the city of Detroit. Um, and I would say that maybe unlike Heather and Patrick, um, I didn't necessarily have a, a, an existing connection to um, children's literature or even children. Um, my partner and I do not yet have kids um, and we were not together um, at the time that I like had started writing this book. Um, but, you know, I had this idea for a story and uh, 
I know there are a lot of adult books that have kid main characters. And it wasn't until I showed my manuscript to my literary agent that she was then like, oh, we need to be pitching this as a book for young readers. And I was like, what does that mean? I have no idea, but I'm willing to, to learn. Um, so like Patrick was saying, I, I think I'm also very excited um, to be, you know, in that position of learning for this podcast. Um, I've had the fortune of, you know, uh, having uh, See You in the Cosmos also win um, several awards. Uh, one of those was the Golden Kite Award, which is the award that's given from by the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators, which is the trade group for, um, you know, our, our publishing industry for kid lit. And, um, and the year after, um, seeing the cosmos won the award for best middle grade. Um, I was invited to be a panelist for the following year for the same category. And so having been on the other side, um, of those awards, um, Patrick, I can say that like, there are so many amazing, incredible books every year that it is like difficult to, to even like narrow down to, you know, a short list of five, let alone like pick the best. I think a lot of those, you know, competitions end up having to do with the dynamics of the group and sort of this um, sort of uh, consensus that sort of arises from the taste of the different panelists. And I think uh, to kind of connect that to our podcast, I think there'll be, you know, um, a sort of, I don't know, uh, uh, almost like a, a fifth sort of character in, in our podcast or a fifth, you know, fifth host uh, in that, like, I think there, there'll be something really special that comes out of our group dynamic. Um, so I'm also really looking forward um, to learning from all of you and, uh, and I can say that, you know, we ha have had a couple just uh, test recordings and meetings to prepare. And even from those, I have found that I am excited to actually write um, and work on stories in the way, in a way that I haven't been excited this year. Um, so, you know, so I can already see um, uh, sort of um, just how, uh, I can already see the potential of this podcast, not just for us hosts, but also for, you know, the readers and uh, aspiring authors, both young and old um, out there that will be listening. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating when you get a mix of ideas, what little sparks in your brain or in your heart start going off in a different direction. And I think that's the beauty of podcasts in general, as people continually get a little dose of new ideas or new inspiration or just a friend in your ear to talk you through your day. Um, when I was, I, I just shared this morning, actually, with my editor at Simon & Schuster, um, I was going to say now they've been bought up by the bigger guys. So, <laughs> but um, about this podcast, and I let her know that that we've gathered a group of authors together. Um, Kelly also does uh, middle grade books, and she does uh, picture books too. So we've got the range from picture books all the way up through um, high school. So anybody who just loves children and loves children's books and loves ideas, I think you'll find it a very welcoming place to be. Uh, when I talked to my editor today, she said, I think that there is a, a gap, a hole 
in podcasts that there's really not um, many at all focused on children's books. And there should be, because this is what she said, what better way to discuss tough, meaningful and life-changing topics than through the lens of a children's book. And I think that is so true for me. And I know um, many of us have talked about that, but children's books can take you anywhere. And I think partly, especially in the middle grade world, which is the upper elementary middle school, they often end with a note of hope. Sorry, Patrick, I know sometimes the young adult books, they, they just make it all <laughs> dark and gloomy at the end, but yours end with a note of hope. I have so, to have that at the end of those books. There's gotta be hope. There's gotta be hope. Other, otherwise, what, what do you have? So. Right, it's not necessarily a happy ending, right. but it has an element of hope in it. And I think that right. th that really helps all of us as we read. Yeah. So especially for this... Uh, this middle grade audience, I think that's a comforting place to tackle big issues and big topics. Um, now my books are mostly just fun page turning fantasy, but they, somebody said to me actually, Jeff, um, that I couldn't have written my Griffins of Castle Cary if I hadn't gone to the SYC preschool and been immersed in this, it's okay not to share philosophy with early childhood. Because at their heart, the ghosts in the story have big feelings that they haven't dealt with, <laughs> you know? And so this is really all about early childhood transposed into wow. ghosts and having an adventure story. And when I looked back at that, I thought, that's right. You know, this is, it's just a different facet of my ideas, but it came out in a ghost story and it really is all about social and emotional development. Um, and so are Jack and Patrick's and Kelly's stories. It's about learning those social and emotional skills, but coming out in, instead of in a how-to book, it's coming out in the storytelling venue, which sometimes well, I, is more I powerful. Well, I am excited to listen to it because I, I love to put uh, new and interesting stuff into my ear holes when I'm out, uh, out on walks and everything. And this sounds, sounds delightful because I, I've got a, a, a love for children's books. And uh, this is going to be a chance for me to learn a little bit more. Um, I got a hard question, though. I know last time I asked it, Heather didn't have an answer. Um, does the show have a name? I'll let somebody else answer that. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. No, we're working on it. We we have a few contenders. Is is but. this because there's four authors working on this and and it's going to be <laughs> hard to come to consensus or what's what's You know what? It's funny because authors at least for me, I love writing the chapters and the sentences and the words. I love writing the book itself, but when it comes to titles for my books, that's often the domain of the publisher anyway, so I don't have to worry about it. I just have to give them a working title. But unfortunately, in this case, we actually have to come up with both the working title and the real title, and I'm sure we'll figure that out. I think in part, it's also that we're still figuring out what the podcast is. And uh, I think you know, if you watch any TV series, right, the first few episodes, the writers are kind of just like, you know, figuring out the characters and, and finding their sea legs. And, and then like, it picks up in like season two, you know, not not to say that it'll take us that long to come up with a title. But um, I think we're trying to get a feel for, you know, for yeah, for what what this podcast is, is about, um, at least like thematically, um, or, or just in a more 
even in a more on a more specific level um, to find that like right title. At, at least that's the way I've been thinking about it or my excuse for not having one. And, we and connected I mean, to the, oh. You, you, you may want to release the first five or six episodes as an untitled show because uh, you know, my experience is I've, I've hosted a thousand plus episodes of different podcasts and produced a bunch of others. And for most of the shows I've worked with, it takes five, six, seven episodes for the hosts to settle in and, and figure out where the show is going. But then as, as shows grow, because this is such a flexible format, uh, shows can evolve over time. Uh, one show that I, I do with my buddy, Lisa Murphy, we've, we just recorded episode 669 a week and a half ago, and it's a completely different show than it was was sure. in 2013 when we got started and so there there is the opportunity for for in this format to evolve and and really settle into who who you're going to be and and i know i know of shows out there that are that are very popular now that started out with uh hey we don't even have a name for the show yet so well it's an important thing and it's well it's, it's great for marketing it is it is something that you can actually get started without or or change 100 episodes in if you need to this is from a, a, a veteran podcaster. <laughs> That's yeah. great. We can be the working title podcast. Well, and, we, and I mean, that might be, we <laughs> that might be, a, I mean, you could come up with a great logo for that too. I mean, that, that might be, be something you want to play with. Um, so we don't, um, do we, do we know releases? It's going to be weekly, bi-weekly. Do we have any of that kind of stuff? Would uh, the day of the week it's going to be released? Any of that stuff worked out just so we can tease listeners to this show a little bit? Or is that all up in the air? Um, well, we have various plans. So as of right now, we're expecting to launch sometime in January 2021. Assuming that this weary world actually reaches January 2021, which we're all hoping for. Um, so we're going to release in January and um, we're probably going to aim for weekly. It might change over time, but since there's four of us, sometimes you'll have the treat of having all four of us get in depth on a certain topic. And other times we're going to pair up or have three of us on, on a certain topic. So it, it's going to, you'll get to know all four of the hosts, but it's going to rotate around. And I think that way we'll be able to keep up a, a pretty regular schedule for people. We haven't talked day of the week, but I love Wednesdays. <laughs> so well, well, you can stay tuned on exactly what, what day of the week it'll pop out. Have, have you played around with uh, what kind of episode length you're going to have, or is that just something you're going to organically come to after you've, you've got a couple under your belt? Any thoughts? I think so. We've recorded one test episode right now. And from how long that ran, I would guess that it'd be somewhere around like a half hour, even 40 minutes. If, if we were to, to have all that material just for a single episode and not like break it apart, which we have talked about. But yeah, but I, you know, I. I think there are merits to both uh, podcasts that are, you know, shorter, like 15, 20 minutes and ones that are longer. Um, I enjoy both for very different reasons. And um, there's something that feels very natural to me about having um, maybe even like longer episodes when there are all four of us, because otherwise, you know, we're not really spending that much time on any given topic. 
um, because there are so many people talking. Um, but yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm very open to, you know, to where, where the podcast goes. So. And, and the great thing about the format is people can pick up right where they left off. So um, those episodes can vary in, in your, I mean, so many things like television and, and even, even terrestrial radio, you're locked into a, a format and, and this allows you a lot more flexibility. So it's going to, it's going to be a, a fun adventure for all of you. Any more thoughts before we wrap this episode up, Lisa? Or Lisa, that's a different podcast. Heather, um, before we wrap this one up, because we do kind of have a length we try to keep them to, and uh, that we can talk for as long as we want. I just wanted to know if uh, where, where we're at. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that a lot of people who've enjoyed Renegade Rules will migrate over and listen to our working title, Unnamed Yet podcast. Um, because if you love kids and books and ideas and maybe slightly off the wall, different ideas, which often we talk about here, I think you're going to get a lot of that same stimulating um, thoughts and discussion and, and new ways of looking at the world um, with our, our group of authors. So I hope you consider coming along and adding a new podcast to your, to your listening. Um, the other thing is that if you know someone who is an, a, a fantastic children's librarian or someone who just loves children's books or someone who's an author who might want to be a guest, you know, spread the word and, and um, get in touch with us because we're going to have guests from time to time, including some young authors as in children who are wanting to be authors. So we're trying to spread the net and really encourage um, anyone who's in love with kids books and the ideas inside kids books. And when there is a name and a link and all that kind of stuff, we'll make sure to share all that information here on the Renegades Rules feed so everybody can uh, easily click over and, and check out the new show. Yeah. And, and in the meantime, um, Jack and Patrick, you can share how people, if they wanted to buy your books or are interested in your books, how they can find you. I'm uh, at... PatrickFloresScott.com. There's uh, two S's in there uh, at the end of Flores and the beginning of Scott um, and no hyphens. Um, so PatrickFloresScott.com. Um, the books are kind of everywhere. They're jumped in an American road trip and, um, and then at Webtoon.com uh, or at the Webtoon app, you can find the American road trip comic. And uh, I am at jackchang.com. That's J-A-C-K-C-H-E-N-G.com. Um, you'll find you know, links to uh, my books and social media. And uh, I also write a somewhat weekly newsletter um, uh, that I send out um, on Sundays. And yeah, you can find those there. I also apologize for the garbage truck sounds um, throughout this episode. Those are outside my window. It's trash day. Um, so yeah, uh, hope to see you um, online in some form. Yeah. So we're excited. And we do have a fourth member, Kelly Baptist, um, but she's working full-time remote school, um, both as a teacher and with her five children. So she's a bit busy while we record in the middle of the daytime. Oh my gosh. The, the poor woman. I, I want to hear a podcast just on her life. That sounds amazing. Well, the wonderful support system, I understand, includes grandparents living next door. Oh, sweet. Which we I think we all need. That. Yeah, definitely. Well, this has been the Renegade Rules Podcast. We will be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh. Hey, we need your support to keep the podcasts flowing. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash support to learn how. One of the big things you can do is shop Amazon with the link we provide. You buy your cat food, you buy your kids' books, you buy whatever it is you buy on Amazon, you pay the regular price. We get a small percentage of it. Everybody wins. A lot of people are doing it. It really supports the shows, and we really appreciate it. Give it a try. Thanks. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.